praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and I want to thank the Lord for you that you are able to listen to this wonderful program the freedom streams with the freedom streams and this freedom streams program is brought to you by Freedom Experience Ministry and I am Pastor Dennis Matov my burden in this program is to see that I bring you to the subjective experience of the word of truth to see this Christ in an experiential and practical way and also to dispense uh, God a triune God to many uh, believers as the body of Christ see um, in these messages uh, in this program we do our best to say that we bring you Christ in his word as life imparted light shining grace enjoyed and truth realized this will lead to the manifestation and expression of God's glory. Christ must be formed in us. Christ must be revealed in us. Christ must be um, built up in us. We are supposed to be built up in him. Then Christ must be magnified in our bodies. So we need to keep on feeding on this Christ that we may become the many brothers of this Christ uh, who is our model, who is our pattern is our prototype. So, because of that great will and desire of God, we need to keep on feeding on Christ and keep on drinking of Christ so that we may become the same as Christ is. This is why we bring teachings about Christ, teachings of this subjective and experiential Christ, Christ for us to experience, Christ for us to enjoy. Christ has become part of our life. Recently, we started another, uh, we continued another teaching uh, in our series of God's New Testament plan. Um, we began with what we call God's good pleasure. And we discovered that God has a heart's desire. And we started uh, by knowing that his desire is to have many sons. He is leading many uh, uh, believers into sonship. And we went on to speak in details how this comes about and the process it, it is uh, taken uh, through. But now allow me to continue the same message uh, that we uh, ended the other time. This is episode 44. I believe this is episode 44 and we want to, to continue with our part B. Our part A was that uh, in this process God desires to have many sons. And now our part B is that uh, before the expression of his son. Now he has like he is having many sons for the expression of his sons. So I want to talk about the expression for the expression of his son. So it is God's good pleasure, the desire of his heart to have many sons for the expression of his son. He wants us, the believers, to express his son, Jesus Christ. He wants us, wherever we are, from the day we have come to truth and we have realized the truth, he wants us to express the son of God. So, as we have seen in Romans chapter 8, verses 29, it says that God predestinated us to be conformed to the image of his son. Now, to have us conformed, to be changed, 
the image of his son is for the expression of his son. He wants us to express him to the universe. He wants us to express him to the creation. And uh, we see that 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 says that we all with unveiled face beholding and reflecting as a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. So as we keep on beholding and reflecting, you see once you behold, you begin to reflect from what you are beholding. So this is why we need to have unveiled faces. Unveiled faces are faces that have turned away from the law and they have turned to Christ as everything. They have turned to Christ who is the express image of the invisible God. So once we, with our unveiled face, open faces, we keep on beholding this Christ, keep on beholding this Christ in every way and every aspect, then we begin to reflect as a mirror that very glory that we see in Christ glory of the Lord. Then as we are reflecting this glory as a mirror what happens is that we are being transformed to become the same thing which we are beholding we are changed into the same image which we are beholding from glory to glory. It does not happen at once. So this corresponds with Romans 8 29 that we are sons of God we should be transformed and conformed to the image of the Son of God to express Him. So, in Philippians 1.20, we see that the Apostle Paul, one of God's many sons, says that Christ shall be magnified in His body, whether through life or through death. Paul was after this one goal, that Christ might, might be magnified in His body. Now, this is to express the Son of God when people are seeing Christ not in your spirit, not in your soul, life only, but also in your body. In our bodies, we must magnify Christ. So this is to express the Son of God. In Philippians 1.21, Paul continues to say, For to me to live is Christ. Now, Paul's life was one that expressed Christ the Son of God. He lived to express this Christ. He lived to show out and to live and to walk this Christ as the Son of God. So, when you see in 1 John chapter 3 verses 2, 1 John 3 verse 2 says that if he is manifested, we shall be like him. So, God wants us by the time Jesus comes back to appear in this world that we are like him. Now, to be like the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is also to express the Son of God when you are like him. The likeness has got to change to be the likeness of Jesus Christ. And according to God's desire and his plan, we as the sons of God should express his Son today in our day-to-day life. We should express his son in our speaking, in our thinking, in our doing things, in our responding to brothers, and even in our living. Praise the name of Jesus. We are destined to express his son at the coming of his son. Of, of his son. That means that we need to begin our practice today. 
you should learn to express Christ daily this is the pleasure this is the pleasure of our lord concerning the expression of the son of god when you see ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 it indicates that his body is the fullness of the one who fills all in all and this fullness is the expression of christ the son of god the body they are talking about here is the church the church has the fullness of the one Christ who fills all in all and Christ as the son of God who is the embodiment of the infinite God without any limitation is so great that he fills all things in all things such a great Christ needs the body which is the church constituted of many sons of God for his complete expression Christ alone could not express the the unlimited God but when Christ gets many prototypes many mass production of himself then we can see the full expression of our God in Jesus mighty name so as the expression of the unsearchable reach of Christ Uh, unsearchable rich Christ because Christ is rich and these riches are unsearchable so as the expression of the unsearchable rich Christ the church is the unlimited expression of the unlimited Christ the church is the fullness of Christ who is himself the embodiment of the fullness of God the bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 2 verses 9 says that for in him dwells all the fullness of, of the godhead bodily see it is god's desire that the church today be such an expression of christ his son and eventually in revelation 21 in the new jerusalem which is the composition of all the sons of god you know what makes up the new jerusalem new jerusalem is the many sons of god we are the building materials that make up the new jerusalem revelation chapter 21 verses 7 says that he that overcomes shall inherit all things and i will be his god and he shall be my son and for us to come to this full expression of being sons of god in totality it is going to be in the new jerusalem by the time we reach there uh, as a church because the consummation of the church is going to be the new jerusalem which will uh, be a, co- a corporate expression of christ the son of god who will be the temple within the holy city and he is going to be the lamp to shine out through the city that he needs us to be many sons to make up the full expression in the new jerusalem when you read verses 22 and verse 23 of revelation chapter 21 bible says that and the 12 gates were 12 pearls every uh, every several gate was um of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold as it were transparent glass but the bible says in verse 22 and i saw no temple there 
of the Lord God Almighty and the lamp at the temple of it. So, we see that God is up to something and the church must know about what God is doing. I want us to continue to our part C, this wonderful message of God's good pleasure. Part C is that he may be expressed in the Son through the Spirit. Now we are seeing what is involved with the desire of God. What is involved with the will of God. We saw that his will is that we may become number one, sons of God. Many sons of God. Number two, uh, or in his will, we have seen that we, for the expression of his son. He wants us to express his son. Number three in his will is that we that he may be expressed in the Son through the Spirit. So God desires to have many sons for the expression of his Son. So that he, God, may be expressed in the Son Jesus through the Spirit. Now, through the incarnation, crucifixion, resurrection of Christ, the firstborn Son of God, God has produced millions of sons. And these sons are for the expression of his son. God's desire is to have many sons to express his son. Just like that. So we are now the, Jesus Christ is now the firstborn among many brothers. And when this son is expressed, God is expressed in the son through the spirit. So God wants us to express his son because when we express his son, God himself is ex- ex- expressed through the spirit and this is also his will and his desire and Paul refers to the expression of God in Ephesians 3.19 when he speaks of our being filled unto all the fullness of God so here the fullness of God is the corporate expression of God by the church the church must express God God's fullness so we need to be filled with the fullness of God and this is within the church. To be filled unto all the fullness of God is to be filled with the result that we as the church become the corporate expression of God. So this is why in Ephesians chapter 3 Paul is praying such a prayer that the Father would strengthen us with power through his spirit into our inner man so that Christ might make his home in our hearts and that we might know Christ's dimensions, the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth, that we might be filled unto resulting in the fullness of God, which is his corporate expression, church. And this is what Ephesians chapter 3 is talking about. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we see that in Ephesians 3.19 we have the expression of God. But in Ephesians 3, chapter 3 verse 16, we have a word concerning the Spirit. It says that uh, God's many sons are the expression of His Son, so that God Himself may be expressed in the Son through the Spirit. So, this is God's good pleasure. This is His heart desire. This is his heart's desire. God is desiring something. He wants us to know about it. 
praise the name of Jesus. Now, what are we doing? We are trying to find out what is God's good pleasure because we need to know about the desire of God, the will of God, what will make him happy. I've told you number 1, God is good God is good pleasure. God's heart's desire is that we become number 1 many sons. Timea have many sons. Number two, his heart's desire is that we express his son. And number three, his heart's desire, his good pleasure is that we may that he may be expressed in the son through the spirit. Then we shall continue with number four, which is our part D of why is what is in the good pleasure of God. What is in the good pleasure of God. Number four, we shall see that uh, by his dispensing, the only way we are going to express and even uh, express God and become many sons, we will need what we call the dispensation of God. So we see now by his dispensing, by his dispensing means that for God to be expressed in the Son through the Spirit, he needs we need this needs God's dispensing of Himself into His chosen people to produce a corporate expression. So it begins by God God dispensing Himself into us because He is up to something. In Ephesians chapter three, the Father answers and fulfills the apostles' prayer through the Spirit that Christ son may make his home in our hearts that ans- that prayer god answers and as a result we are filled unto the fullness of god because christ has made his abode in our hearts and this is the dispensing of the triune god into our being for his corporate expression this expression is in the church today and it will consummate in the new jerusalem Eternal corporate expression of the triune God is the new Jerusalem. So we are going somewhere. Today we are in the church age. The kingdom age is coming in. In the new Jerusalem we shall see eternity what God is up to. Praise the name of Jesus. God desires to dispense himself into his chosen people. for The producing of the church so that he may be expressed in a corporate way. So God is so, my, so much mindful of the church. I don't know what you take the church to be and now you treat the church, but God is up to, and God is for the church. He desires to dispense himself into all the believers so that if God is seen, is in us, then he can is able to produce the church because the church is going to be his full and corporate way to express himself. And we have seen that, we have seen the many aspects of God's person and the items of his attributes. He wants this to be found and seen within the church. All the aspects of God's person and all the items we went through in the previous episodes of the items of his attributes are the ingredients of God as our food to be dispensed into our being. 
Once he comes into us, these attributes and all the aspects of God's person, they begin to be manifested and expressed within the church. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And when they are, uh, they are expressed, then God is pleased. Praise the name of Jesus. He is pleased. This is what pleases our Lord God. I hope you are following closely. Now, we want to see uh, another point here, which is our part E. Uh, it is under God's good pleasure. You are finding out for what use and for what purpose and how is it going to be carried out. Now, we come to life as the means and eating as the way. Because God is in a process of making many sons, which sons will express his son that God may be expressed in the son through the spirit that all begins by dispensing is dispensing and why is God dispensing himself into us we come to part E that life as means and eating as the way life as the means and eating as the way. So we come to, when we go back to Genesis chapter 1, we see that according to Genesis chapter 1, God created man in his image with the intention of dispensing himself into man. Most of us, we think that God created man, that man may worship him. No. God had angels to worship him already. The way, the reason that's why God created man was that he had an intention intention of dispensing himself into man and the way this dispensing is carried out is portrayed in chapter 2 of Genesis God's way to dispense himself into man is through man's eating eating of him as the tree of life the eating of the tree of life implies two things first that life is the means for God to dispense himself into us this is why we had we have the tree of life. So the tree, if we eat the tree of life, okay. If Adam was to eat the tree of life, it implied two things. Number one, that life is the means for God to dispense Himself into us. That's why when you believe Him, the first thing you get as a gift is life. Second, that as we are eating, eating is the way. God is dispensed into us. So life becomes the means for God to dispense him into us. He comes into us as life and the way he comes into us uh, by, by life, uh, as life is eating. So here we see that life is the means that God uses to dispense himself into us. Whereas eating is the way. The way in which this life comes into us is by eating. And you see the picture of Genesis. If we would have got this dispensing, we need both life as the means and eating as the way. Praise the name of Jesus. So the matter of eating is found throughout the Bible. From the beginning in Genesis to the end in Revelation, we have the matter of eating. And you see that from Genesis to Revelation, we have the tree of life. The tree of life is in Genesis chapter 2. And we have the tree of life again in Revelation chapter 22. For us to see the tree of life in the first book and to see the tree of life in the last book 
meaning that God wants us to receive life by eating him you see that between Genesis chapter 2 and Revelation chapter 22 there is a line there is a line related to eating from Genesis there is a line related to eating for example at the time of the passover the children of Israel ate the meat of the lamb in order to receive the life supply when you read Exodus chapter 12 verses 3 to 5 and you read Exodus chapter uh, 12 verses 8 to 9 so in the book of Exodus chapter 12 we see a matter of eating the passover we see there was to eat the meat of the lamb which typifies Jesus Christ When we come to Exodus 16 chapter 4 chapter 16 verse 14 15 we see that in the wilderness they were sustained by manna till that there we see eating we see eating there manna was their food and by eating manna they received the life supply the supply of life so when we eat we receive life Eventually the children of Israel entered into the good land and there they enjoyed the rich produce of the land. Joshua chapter 5 verses 12. The Bible says the manna stopped and they began to eat from the good of the land, from the produce of the land. It was all about eating. Three times a year people came together in the Old Testament to eat the produce of the good land before God and with God. They could gather in the presence of God three times in a year to eat the produce of the good land together before God and with God. Now you see that in their feasts they were eating. All the feasts that the Israelites prepared involved eating. So, is that God was eating as well with them? He was enjoying them. And he was eating as well. Praise the name of Jesus. So, in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus in John chapter 6, that is a full chapter. It is the bread of life. And that we we need to eat him. He said in John 6:30-35. Let me read for you some verses here before we finish. We begin to see that now in the New Testament he says to them and Jesus said unto them I am the bread of life. Remember we have seen the tree of life he comes as the bread of life and yet is the vine in John 15. He says that he that comes to me shall never hunger and he that believes on me shall never thirst. Praise the name of Jesus. He also brings us to verse 51 of John chapter 6. Verse 51 he says I am the living bread which came down from heaven if a man eats of this this bread he shall live forever and the bread that I will give is my flesh which I will give for the life of the world and he adds on uh, verses 56 and 57 he says that he that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me and I in him As the living Father has sent me and I live by the Father so he that eats me even he shall live by me so if we eat him as the bread of life we shall live by him 
Most of us, we want to live by ourselves, but God wants us to live by him. Paul speaks also about eating the speech of food. In the episode in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, he says that all ate the same speech of food. When you come to Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, and Revelation chapter 22, verse 14, the Lord speaks about eating the tree of life. So we see that the record regarding the spiritual eating in the Bible is a strong indication and a strong implication that God intends to dispense himself into our being by means of life and by the way of eating. God is life to us. And we, uh, the way we eat, we take him as life is to eat him. God is our food and we we eat him. God is not only our food, but is also our feast, as revealed in the scriptures. Praise the name of Jesus. So God is not mainly teachings, doctrines. No, God is even uh, not teaching us, but He's dispensing Himself into us. Because most of people think that God is teaching us something, lessons. No, God is dispensing Himself into us should not take God as a, a, a doctrine. God is dispensing is a divine feeding. He's feeding us. God is, is constantly feeding us. He feeds us with himself as food. You see that in the past centuries uh, it didn't know about the dispensing of God. In the past years we have been thinking of going for theology and studying and what. You see? We have not seen God is dispensing. So, we should take this word dispensing and make it special in our life. It is when God, it, it, it means that God wants us to eat him. We need enough knowledge, adequate knowledge about eating God. We need to take God as our food. We need to keep on eating God by eating the word of God. Because the word of God transports God as its content into us. The word of God conveys God as its content into us. And apart from God as the content of the word, the word is empty. Therefore, to eat the words of the Bible is actually to eat God conveyed in the word. We are eating God whenever we eat the word of God. Whenever you read and study. Praise the name of Jesus. So, if we are, want to see God is dispensing, we need to eat the word of God. We need to be under God is dispensing. These aspects of God's person and the items of his attributes, they are going to be infused into us as the ingredients of God as our food by his dispensing. So, as I finish, we may not be able to remember all the aspects of God's persons because takes a lot of effort to remember them all the time. Uh, these attributes are going to be coming in if we keep on eating. As long as we are under his dispensing, his ingredients are going to be infused into us. Simply, we need to eat God. And all that he is and all that he has will be dispensed into you, into me, that means that eating is the way to experience God is dispensing for his expression. Praise the name of Jesus. So we should get to know the matter of eating. I want to stop here. My time is up. The Lord bless you. 
Lord increase you. May you remain under God is dispensing. May you keep on eating and eating God in the word of God. God bless you.